I'm Chris Ronzio. Welcome to Organize Chaos. Welcome to Organize Chaos. Take a page out of other business leaders' playbooks and get candid advice from Chris Ronzio. People, processes, productivity, and how to organize your life around it all. One of the roadblocks for many startups is getting eyes on your product so you can begin to drive revenue. Because let's face it, an amazing product is pointless if no one knows it's out there. Hear how Chris navigated this pivot with Trainual and other growth insights from his guest appearance on the Awaken Hope Virtual Summit. So, so you said eventually it kind of turned into its own company. So would you say that, that it was, you had more of the approach that you had built something to just uh, fill a need or solve a problem. And then just so many customers just started jumping on board because they needed it so badly. Is that really what it was? Like, yeah, I, mean, I, I was surprised actually, you know, at first it was just a, uh, you know, I thought it'd be cool to have something proprietary for my consulting business. I was trying to make my consulting business unique and different. And so yeah. I started the, the small tool and giving, giving it for free to my customers was kind of just like a way to stand out to say like, we'll do this work together. Yeah. It's operations consulting. I'll help you piece together your systems and your roles and responsibilities. And then here's a place to put it. And this right. is what you can use once I'm gone. And so after I got a couple dozen companies on there, I wrote this blog post about the, the tool and I was starting to get, you know, 10, 20 companies sign up from the internet that I didn't know. And that was like yeah. the, the aha moment of like, wow, this, this could be useful beyond just my clients. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And, and, and I like how you bring that up because, you know, throughout the week we've been talking about, you know, like setting a vision for your company and yourself, you know, where you want to go. And I think that's important to build momentum. So you're not just kind of sitting idly by or just taking each opportunity as it comes. But I like how you didn't get stuck in just planning and how you just started doing, you solved a problem. And then as opportunity came, then you realized maybe this is the path I'm going to go, you know? And I think so many business owners and entrepreneurs can get stuck in a state of wanting to make everything perfect, you yeah. know, and, um, and then end up doing nothing with it, you know? So, uh, as they say, you know, fail forward, right. Yeah. You know, and it doesn't sound like you really failed, I guess, you know, but, um, <laughs> it, it was it, far it from perfect, but the original software was terrible. So, you know, I was very fortunate to have understanding customers and clients and the, you know, they weren't paying anything. And so they were, they were okay kicking the tires on it, but just learned so much out of what they wanted in the tool. And yeah. so the first couple of years were, um, you know, they, it was a prototype. It was, it, but it was really R and D it was education on, you know, what is this product that we could take out to the world? So, um, so yeah, it's a cool story. And, and I just wanted to touch uh, also quickly on like when you, I mean, I know maybe in the uh, software's uh, first infancy, it, it was different. But like once that you actually started turning it into a business, did you reach out to someone to help build out the software or are you a programmer yourself? Like what was your next step where you said, you know, we really got to build a better foundation for this because it's going to have more uh, customers than I expected? Yeah. So so the way my consulting business worked is that we would take on 10 to 12 clients at max. And over the years at the beginning, it was that we were just being paid for the work we were doing. But over the years, ended up taking tiny equity stakes in some projects. So I would have somebody that wanted the operations consulting work and couldn't afford to pay for it. And so I had a small team, five people. And first it was 
project managers, and then it was uh, a, a UX experience designer, someone that could map workflows in the company. And then our, our fifth hire was a, a developer, an in-house developer. And what we were doing was stitching together APIs and setting up cool workflows for companies. And so when Trainual was built, initially it was through contractors that I hired. And then we didn't really touch it for a couple of years. It was just idle. It was there. And so coming into fall of 2017, we had a couple client projects finish all at once. And we thought, oh, we wanted to rebuild Trainual for a while. Why don't we think of Trainual as one of our own clients? And we'll dedicate, you know, 50, 60 hours a month to it. A couple yeah. people will work on it. We'll rebuild it. And as we started doing that, I got more and more excited about Trainual. And so the, the you know, that the pivot was I, I realized that we were, we were just trading our, our time to get clients. And, and once we had finished a client, it was over. It was done with. And I remembered this lesson in my video production company where at the very beginning I was doing wedding videos and yeah. I would, you know, there'd be a, a wedding and then it would be over and that would they'd never be a customer again. And when we moved yeah. into sporting events, it was like a recurring thing. We would do the event every week, you know, the games or the tournaments or whatever. And so it was really building. And so I thought, well, rather than have the client work where we work for them and then the project's over, what if we had a product that people would wanna use for a long time and that's how we monetize it. And then we can put all of our energy into creating marketing content. And so that was the shift and why we decided to go all in, uh, all in on Trainual in 2018. Awesome, man. I appreciate you sharing. I, I think there's a lot of little, little nuggets that people can pull from there. You know, e even myself hearing your story. Cool. And, you know, this could be in Trainual or your consulting business or even, you know, your videography. But what, I mean, what would you say is your greatest challenge that you had to overcome in your business or a few? Yeah, I mean, there are a couple challenges, especially early. So the the biggest challenge we had to overcome to make Trainual successful is that with a consulting business, I was selling these like, you know, five, ten, fifteen thousand $15,000 projects. And I had enough of a network and referral business coming in that you could make a really good lifestyle kind of business and sustain a few employees by selling a dozen of those projects. And so the shift with Trainual was we're selling this $99 a month thing. And initially it was $49 a month. And so you really yeah. need to have like hundreds or thousands of customers in order to build a sustainable business. And I didn't have that many friends. So the, the big shift was like, how do I go from just having my network of customers yeah. to now having a world of customers? And so the, the big aha for us was replicating our sit, you know, my one-to-one -one sales pitch as a one-to-many marketing kind of thing. So hmm. my brother, who's our CMO, he moved to Arizona when we were starting the business. And for a couple months, we just hung out together and shot videos. And we were, we were doing them as Instagram stories and LinkedIn ads and just kind of telling the story of the business. And that was really the turning point of what helped us get more eyeballs, more traffic to the website, more customers. And so if we hadn't figured that out, then, then uh, you know, we'd probably still, I'd be back doing consulting. Gotcha. And that's, you know, I, I, I want to bring up though, that, that it, it's funny that just because you have a good product doesn't mean, I mean, you're not going to sell a good product if, if it doesn't get on enough eyes, yeah. but as entrepreneurs and creators, we take so much pride in what we build, especially, I know that that trainual kind of came about, 
you know, uh, slowly over time, but I'm sure you were still proud of your achievements in it. And especially as it brought joy and hope to business owners that used it. So when you're so proud of that, but like, imagine if you didn't have those friends, imagine if you didn't resource up and connect to those other eyes, um, you know, your cold market and stuff. Yeah, it would be it would it would probably be devastating, you know, to to a lot of business owners where they take it so personally, you know, and it really they 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 fail to look at it's nothing with uh, what they built. It's a matter of maybe they lack in how to connect, uh, you know, to the main market, you know, and just finding someone that can help them through that, which is, you know, paid media could be influencers. You know, it could it could be, you know, a whole variety of things, you know, bringing your cardboard sign to the the basketball game with your website on it or something like that and getting on the camp, you know. I remember so. there was there was this uh software tool that I was enamored by. It was like this form database kind of tool. It was gorgeous. It was like, you know, these Silicon Valley kind of founders and I used this tool and had no idea the, you know, the financials behind the business. And so one of the biggest ahas for me, it was right in that first couple months of Trainual, they put out this blog post that they were shutting down because they ran out of money, they never got enough paying customers. And they, yeah. they, they, they built out, they showed, shared all their financials and said, like, here's here's the funding we raised. Here's how much we were burning. Here's why we didn't make it. And it was right. so insightful to me because their product was amazing, but they didn't make it. Uh, yeah. I had a, a, a mentor early on that I was sitting in his restaurant. He was a rent, restaurateur and he pointed at the furniture place out the window. And he's like, you know, this furniture place, they're like the handmade artisan, amazing furniture. But you know what? They're going out of business because nobody outside of this neighborhood knows about them and they weren't able to market beyond their neighborhood. And so like those couple lessons really stuck with me. No, that's awesome, man. I I appreciate that. And and I wanted to, um, you know, I don't know if you came across business owners in, in the type of consulting you did that were really at kind of wits end or not. But of of if you can think of maybe one or two business owners that were like basically at the point of closing their doors or saying, you know, I've tried everything. I've had enough. I mean, did you ever have those kind of uh, customers with your consulting firm or was that not really the demographic that you had? Yeah, totally. I mean, I think anybody that is has built a business has been in that place at some point. I mean, like I was there with Trainual even at the, yeah. at the beginning of Trainual, we were. You know, I, I, I had racked up so much credit card debt trying to grow the business that like my wife couldn't pay for groceries at the store. And, you know, like you deal with those kind of moments like, oh, should I just should I just go back to what I was doing before or should I just take yeah. this offer that someone gave me? Um, and it really tests you. But, you know, in, in yeah. my consulting, I had a, a customer that was, you know, like weeks away from from going out of business, you know, didn't have money in the account, had tons of account receivable with clients that couldn't pay, had all this inventory that they couldn't use. And it was like a, a real dire kind of situation. And so the 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 way to, I think, reinstill hope is to understand the assets that you have in the business. And for a lot of entrepreneurs, their businesses become cluttered by all of the products and services that they've offered when they could really just do this narrow thing that they love doing and it works really well. And so maybe you're carrying a ton of overhead or people or whatever to support all of the things you've agreed to accumulate over the years. And you could slim down and do these things really, really well. Like even in the the last years of my video company, I remember we had contracts with these sports organizations that would have like 30, 40 events around the country and we'd make money 
all of our money on like three of them. And I thought I have to do all 40 to get those three. And it finally took me just saying to the organization, look, these 37 are terrible. I'll, I'll do the three, but I'm not going to do the 37 anymore unless you pay us to do them. And they agreed to it because we were the best option. And so sometimes you just you have to do what's right for you. And that yeah. could involve slimming down what you're offering so you can be more profitable. Was that a, was that kind of your main focus when you'd start with the customer is, is really just getting them to refocus on why they're doing what they're doing and and kind of go all in on their business model or their customers? I mean, is that, that was usually your- like a secondary thing. You know, the, the main oh, focus okay. was typically if you're doing what you're doing inefficiently and you, you yeah. know, you're wasting a ton of time, energy, we can automate some stuff. That's what we primarily focused on. And then if that uncovered that, well, everything's efficient except for these couple of things. Why do you even do those things? Then we would right. Hey, thanks for listening to Organize Chaos. If you like this episode, be sure to subscribe and leave a review or share it with anyone in your network that you think could use this information. If you want to connect with me personally, please text me 480-531-8411 or connect with me anywhere on social at Chris Ronzio. Or you can connect with Trainual at Trainual, just like a training manual. See you next time.